Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. I was going to save this story for uh, next time we played fake news you choose, Jim, but the headline is just too good. A guy successfully seduces a co-worker by covering himself in maple syrup. <laughs> Wait, is this a Canadian story? Uh, it is not, oh, believe it or not. No, shocking. it happened in the United States. But she's furious that he secretly recorded them. So, 52-year-old guy named Robert Somley is hmm. a landscaper in Connecticut. He and a 48-year-old female co-worker were recently working at home when he said he needed a break. About 20 minutes later, she went inside and found him naked watching some adult movies and covering himself in maple syrup. It's a hell of a break. So you'd think that would be a major HR violation, but no, this female was into it. She <laughs> said it was a big turn-on and asked if she could join in. According to the police report... They did some foreplay stuff involving maple syrup, and they also brought some blueberry jelly into the mix. Wow. What a breakfast. <laughs> That's called a grand slam breakfast right there. <laughs> but the, later, uh, the, the woman later found out that Robert had been taking video of the entire thing on his phone for some reason, and she was cool with the syrup and jelly, but she wasn't okay with the, uh, the filming without her permission. So she called the cops... They got a search warrant for Robert's phone. They found the videos. He's been arrested for voyeurism. Wow. He just pushed it a little too far. What a Hail Mary by this guy. You know, because, okay, so he goes for the break. He gets naked. He puts on the porno. He rubs down in the maple syrup. He's got the blueberry jam as well. No, no, she brought the blueberry oh, jam into, she the, into contributed. the fold. Okay. Pardon the pun. But- <laughs> I'm assuming there was a few. What I don't understand is, like, what was he doing with the maple syrup by himself? Because I get it. You have someone else in there. They they can get the maple syrup off of you, right? But why are you putting it on yourself if you're just alone enjoying your your own company? Well, Taz, have you ever heard of Lubriderm before? (laughs) I don't know if it works the same with maple syrup. maple syrup is the opposite of Lubriderm. No, I think that's how newfies are made. (laughs) With what? Maple syrup? As a lubricant? Yeah. I think that's where they come from. It's just just such a bold move. And even to start recording, because he probably was recording to start things off thinking that maybe this might happen, that she might join in. It was a trap? You think he was trying to trap her the entire time? Or or to convince her into joining into the maple syrup uh Erotica. She, she must have mentioned a week earlier that she loves pancakes, and he's like, "This is my in. Bring those flapjacks over here, <laughs> baby." <laughs> yeah, he just went one step too far with the recording, and nothing like that has ever happened to me. <laughs> Did you want it to walk in on a fifty-year-old I mean? man? No, no, but you know what I mean. Where it's like it, this is like one of those letters you'd read in the back of a magazine, an adult magazine, back like in Varsity the day. Blues, where she comes out in the whipped cream bikini. Right. It's like, oh, well, you got caught doing something. Hey, I'm into that too. Yeah. You know, or you're in the someone comes into the copy room at work and they're like, hey, I can't resist you. <laughs> Let's make some copies. <laughs> Yeah, it's never happened to me either. I get nervous, like, showing people a YouTube video that I think is funny, worried that they won't think it's funny, let alone showing a, a co-worker everything I got with some maple what syrup. What you're into. Yeah. What kind of condiments turn you on? 
Like they're landscapers too. I'm gonna take a break inside. Yeah, you, there's so many questions. You gotta you, for you to. That's gotta be an hour break. If you're gonna, <laughs> if you're gonna enjoy an adult film with maple syrup poured all over your body, I'm assuming you gotta take a shower before you go back to work. Yeah, unless you want the bees attacking you. It's like, hey, where have you been for the last three and a half hours, Doug? Nowhere. <laughs> Why does it smell like pancakes? I don't know. (laughs) Jim, what are your thoughts on uh, video interpolation? Sorry? You know, uh, video interpolation. (laughs) So it's a big big thing right now. Video interpolation. I have no idea what that means. Well, Tom Cruise is against it. Hmm. He posted a video with Christopher McQuarrie, who's the director of uh, the latest Mission Impossible movie, Fallout. And he's also directing the new Top Gun movie. So this video pops up yesterday. Everyone's going crazy. They see it's Tom Cruise wearing his Maverick flight suit, his Top Gun flight suit. And they're like, whoa, this is going to be a preview for the new movie. No, it's it's Tom Cruise talking about video interpolation. And we're talking to you from the set of Top Gun Maverick. We're very proud to present Mission Impossible Fallout, and we want you to enjoy it to the fullest possible effect, just as you would in a theater. To that end, we'd like a moment of your time to talk to you about video interpolation. Video interpolation, or motion smoothing, is a digital effect on most high-definition televisions and is intended to reduce motion blur in sporting events and other high-definition programming. The unfortunate side effect is that it makes most movies look like they were shot on high-speed video rather than film. This is sometimes referred to as the soap opera effect. Without a side-by-side comparison, many people can't quite put their finger on why the movie they're watching looks strange. Most HDTVs come with this feature already on by default, and turning it off requires navigating a set of menus with interpolation often referred to by another brand name. If you own a modern high-definition television, there's a good chance you're not watching movies the way the filmmakers intended, and the ability to do so is not simple for you to access. Filmmakers are working with manufacturers to change the way video interpolation is activated on your television, giving you easier access and greater choice over when to use this feature. Meanwhile, a quick internet search should provide you with step-by-step instructions on how to quickly disable the feature so that you can enjoy the movie you're about to see exactly as the filmmakers intended. On behalf of everyone who works so hard to bring you the very best motion picture experience. Thank you very much for listening. Enjoy. Video interpolation. You know what they're talking about, though? Like, yeah, you, you I know, get some high-definition TVs, they look too high-definition. Yeah. And everything is just so crystal clear. It's because of this video interpolation, apparently. And uh, if you're going to watch the new Mission Impossible movie, Tom Cruise is like... Hey guys, I broke my frickin' ankle filming this for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Turn off the damn video interpolation. I, I, I get it why they would not like it, but they came on like they're gonna talk about like orphans uh, or something like that. Like, <laughs> Hi, I'm Tom Cruise, and we have a serious topic to talk about. It's not all fun and games in Hollywood. There's also a thing called video interpolation. <laughs> like, what are you? <laughs> it did almost sound like they were gonna say UNICEF is a very important <laughs> yeah. charity. <laughs> They're working with the uh, the TV companies, so it's easier. What they want is a button so you can turn the the uh, the smoothing on and off. So if you want to watch something that looks smoothing, I have seen that as an option. Okay, super high quality. Then you can do that. If you're watching a movie, then you can switch over to to film mode where it looks more like it was 
it was shot on film. Okay, I think that's like if you have a PlayStation 4 that'll go HD smoothing as an option, you can you can put on your TV or something like that too, so it's probably a similar thing. I have no idea. Me neither. I never heard of it before. Didn't know it was a problem till Maverick from Top Gun just <laughs> told me about it. You know, I have a couple questions about my dishwasher as well, Tom Cruise. <laughs> Maybe you can call me at home later today and tell me how I can figure that out. Yeah, I love this text we just got. It says, hey, it sounds like uh, in the new Top Gun movie, Maverick is battling first world problems. <laughs> <laughs> On behalf of everyone who works so hard to bring you the very best motion picture experience, thank you very much for listening. And we're talking about Seattle's new NHL team. It's official. There's another team going into the league, and we're wondering what the name of the team should be. Some text messages coming in. I like the Seals. That was the original Seattle NHL team. And, Jim, you kind of are feeling the Seals as well, right? Yeah, I mean, it's Seattle Seals. It sounds good. I, I think it could work if they make the Seal cool like if you can make a good seal mascot logo where it's got uh-huh. a helmet on and a missing tooth and a hockey stick or something like that something that like looks badass for a seal it could win a lot of people over how about a seal that clubs you oh now we're talking uh, give gritty a run for his money here's one taz and jim they should name the team the seattle scrotums yeah i don't know if that's gonna happen uh, go Go hand in hand with the seamen. <laughs> <laughs> Seattle rain. Taz, I like your suggestion. The Seattle grungies, but drop the E's. The Seattle grunge would be a great name. I know those type of names bother a lot of people like the Minnesota wild. It's not a noun. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's it's hard to it's hard to say when you're doing a play-by-play. Hey, Taz, you like the sockeyes? The sockeye, sockeye is a salmon, right? Okay. It's a fish. There's already a team with that name, the Richmond Sockeyes, and here's the logo. Just like you suggested, Jim, it's an angry-looking sockeye with a hockey stick. Like, that's cool. I mean, a salmon, not threatening, until you put a hockey stick in its hand. Unless you have a salmon allergy. (laughs) Then it's the most threatening fish out there. (laughs) Seattle Swamp Monsters. Okay. The Seattle Shotguns. That will never happen. Nope. Seattle Scissorbacks. What's a Scissorback? I'm guessing like a rate. What's a Razorback again? It's a pig. Yeah. Pig. Seattle Squatch. The Seattle Shockers. (laughs) I can just imagine that logo. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, there's a couple other S words that uh, people are sending us here that I can't read on (laughs) on the radio. I get it. You're not a fan of Seattle having a team. Yeah, they got one suggestion here. The team should be called the Quebec Nordiques. <laughs> AFM 96, what's going on? Not too much. I was just listening to those Seattle uh, names, whatever. Has anybody come up with the Seattle sound? Yeah. Oh, they have, eh? Well, I saw that suggestion on the Facebook page, too. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I, I kind of like that one. I think that should be it. That's a yeah. good one too, because it's kind of like the grungies. It's, yeah, you got it. It's kind of is it the Seattle Supersonics? They're not around anymore, are they? No, Dev? I don't think so. Yeah, so that's another sound-based one, but yeah, no, Seattle Sound. I think would be a good one for them. Hey, FM ninety-six. What should Seattle call their NHL team? They should go with the Cougars, like they thought, and yeah. mom could be the mascot. And whose mom? Stifler's mom, you know. Stifler's mom, yeah. 
the Seattle out, like, milfs around like kissing all the the young guys in the audience and that would be great leather pants yeah a box of wine yeah <laughs> the yeah. Seattle you know, cougars if, if old Chicago was still open they could have recruited some mascots yeah that's right <laughs> The Seattle Cougars, for some reason, they play out of old Chicago's in London, <laughs> Ontario. Time for Game of Palooza here, the fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la game. Let's go to the Fogs. I believe we have Jen on the line. Hi, Jen. Hi. How are you? Very good. This is how the game works. Um, I'm going to put on the Christmas Carol voice, and I'm going to call today a convenience store. All right? And during the conversation with the person who answers the phone, I'm going to randomly say, Deck the halls with boughs of holly. (laughs) And you have to guess whether or not they will, the holiday spirit will overtake them and they'll return a fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. Okay. What do you think? Yes or no? Um, a convenience store. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to say, oh man, I guess I'm going to say no. <laughs> you guess you're going to say no or you are going to say no? I, I'm, I'm going to say no. You're going to say no? Yeah. Okay. okay. Let's call a convenience store here. Go ahead. Take it away, Christmas Carol. Okay. <clears throat> Hello, Mary Mary. Hello? Hello? What's that Hello? crazy noise? Yeah, this is uh, like uh, I picked up the phone at a little late and then went and faxed. Okay, anyway, what what's up? I, I'm just calling. I'm working on my gingerbread house, and I'm wondering what kind of fixings and trimmings you guys have there. <laughs> uh, you, 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 you uh, try to make a gingerbread? Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Oh. Okay, uh, what, what are you looking for? I, I was thinking for the East Troughs, I'd go with some licorice sticks. Licorice, uh, yeah, we have uh, licorice, but uh, not a... Uh, uh, we have some licorice here, but uh, not a... Okay. Not a sticks. Well, now deck we, the halls with boughs of holly. Yeah, yeah anyway, uh, Merry Christmas. What about Smarties for the, the shingles? Smarty shingles, nice and colorful. Mm, smarty, yeah, we have a smarty here. Okay. Okay. And I was thinking a gingerbread drawbridge with a an eggnog moat. No. You don't, no, we don't, you don't have sell like eggnog? Egg. You, yeah, you should go to the, uh, the, the Walmart or the No Frito or Metro. Oh, deck the halls with boughs of holly. Hello? Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Yeah, anyway, yeah, they, uh, the, you know, something like a special, you have to go to the metro, okay? Okay, my name's yeah. Carol, Christmas yeah. Carol. Huh? My name's Carol. Oh, you're Carol? I'm Carol. Oh, I see, the, uh, you're Jessica's mom? Yeah. 
I see. So why didn't you say you're your chess customer? Deck the halls with boughs of holly. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Good. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Yeah. What does that mean? You know, deck <laughs> the halls with boughs of holly. Uh, I don't quite understand. You've heard that song, Deck the Halls with Bows of Holly, fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la? Yeah, 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 I heard it. That's what you're uh, t- uh, sing, uh, talking about? Yeah, Deck the Halls with Bows of Holly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, I, yeah, we, we never, like, uh, the sing like that, uh, like, uh, um, uh, following, uh, you know, with, uh, whatever next to the, the, uh, the spot, stage. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, that yeah, was crystal clear. Yeah, yeah. All right. I know what you mean. Well, happy holidays. Yeah, you too. And deck the halls with boughs of holly. La 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 la. You don't like like cool like that? Yeah, that was great. <clears throat> Bye now. Okay, see ya. Oh, we got one. Not persistence pays off. We got one, but only because he thought I was Jessica's mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're Jessica's mom. Why did you say so? Oh, Jen, you said no, but we we, we went with a yes this morning. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Now, the good news for you is... Yeah. We're so excited that we actually got a fa la 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 Yeah. That we are willing to give you the prize under one condition. Okay. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. <laughs> Netflix, raising their prices, Jim. Hmm, yeah. The basic uh, package is going to cost you $3 more now, up t- to $13.99, and the premium package is now up to $16.99. So the basic you can share with two different devices, and the premium is HD and everything with four devices. Okay, so you can give four people your password. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And split the cost, maybe. Some people do that. When I signed up for Netflix, I think it was $7.99. Yeah. Yeah, I I was late to the game. I think it was $9.99 when I first started. 14 bucks for Netflix. Is it worth it? At what point would you tap out? Let us know. Is it 16 bucks? If they raised it to 20 bucks, would you be like, see you later? It's still way cheaper than cable. I'd pay like 30 bucks, maybe. It's cheaper than cable if you're just subscribing to Netflix. But the problem is you don't get everything that you used to get on cable. This may be one of those grass is always greener scenarios where we thought we'd have it so good with these streaming services. Oh, I got to cancel my cable. Now I can just pick what I want to watch. But you got to pay for that. If you want to get sporting events, you got to get a streaming service like DAZONE Mm -hmm. where you can watch football games and, and baseball games. Then Disney's coming out with this new streaming app. Your kids are going to want to watch that all day. So you got to subscribe to that. All of a sudden, you're paying the same as, if not more, than you were paying for cable back in the day. Yeah, it's true. I guess it, it varies on how much entertainment you want. Like, I don't need the Disney Channel. I guess they have everything now, Star Wars and Marvel, Marvel and all that crap, all of too. It. And all that content is leaving Netflix. Oh, uh-huh, Okay. But still, like I don't have cable. I only have Netflix. If all you, if you had the sports package and even a basic Netflix package, that's still way better than any cable package and way cheaper. Yeah, but where does it stop? 
Rupert, what do you want to say about Netflix raising their prices? Oh, I think it makes sense, but like you can also look at different streaming services and what they offer in comparison. So there's an anime streaming service called Crunchyroll, and you can watch some of their shows for free, and you are bombarded by ads, or you pay for the premium service, which is like eight bucks a month. So and they give you the option. It's like you can either watch the commercials or you can pay more. Exactly, but they also limit what shows you have. So if you have a show that's really popular that's coming out every week, yeah. you can you have to wait another week on top of that uh, before you can watch it. So, so really paying more really look. does get you a, get you more than not paying at all. Exactly. Okay, well that's a good that's a good way to do it. I, I exactly. think well, especially if, if you're an anime fan and you're, the stuff is being translated and subbed immediately, too. So it's coming into your hands immediately with this service, which you can't really do elsewhere. Or it's getting into your tentacles, as they <laughs> say in the anime world. Yeah, that is <laughs> Doesn't everything have tentacles in anime? No, not everything. But they're not <laughs> a lot of in stuff. certain anime. <laughs> but, but that would be a good way to do it, too, because there's a lot of people out there who can't afford to pay more for their entertainment, like yeah. their Netflix. So if they have the option, okay, I'm going to go with the commercials, and they can sit through commercials, but they can still watch their TV shows, and not have to pay an extra ten bucks or whatever the the price ends up going to uh, over the next five years. That, that's pretty cool, I think. But then the advertisers will go, "How come only the broke people are watching our commercials? <laughs> yeah. They can't buy any of our products. <laughs> only cheap people are watching the commercials." So, <laughs> uh, there's you know there's cheap people with money though. That's true. Most, most yeah, most people with money are cheap. That's how you stay rich. Yeah. Here's a text message. It says, Taz and Jim, you guys are complaining about paying $14 for your Netflix where you can watch anything you want anytime. Remember when you used to have to go to Blockbuster and pay $6.99 or $7.99 per rental? And you'd have to get off the couch to do it? But you paid for the experience, Taz. <laughs> the hunt. That's kind of a good way to look at it, too. That was well. You pay seven ninety nine for the rental, and then you'd forget to return it for three days, <laughs> and you'd get like fourteen dollars in late fees. So I guess Netflix does sound like a pretty good deal when you look at it like that.